I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. everybody how you doing well that's good welcome to broad street hockey radio that's right bsh radio my name is bill matz i am your director of fun and games for the evening i have already deafened stephalicious d steph driver well that's good <laughs> i seem to be louder every week in your headphones maybe you should just not wear headphones maybe <laughs> Anyway, we have a jam-packed show for you tonight. Believe it or not, there are still things to talk about, gang. Mm. I promise you. I promise you there are things to talk about. If not, I'm going to get Charlie's predictions for Extreme Rules next Sunday. Uh, But let's just get right into it. I'm trying to get Charlie into wrestling so hard. (laughs) Let's just get right into it. Uh, Joining me this week, uh, let's start with Stephalicious D. Steph Driver. So, Claude Giroux got married this weekend. Um, there were a lot of flyers, both present and former, in attendance. But the ones that I really want to talk about are Nolan Patrick and Travis Konechny, who may or may not have gone as each other's dates. But there was definitely a picture on social media that suggested as much. And I love them thoroughly. Also, Claude Giroux's two dogs were their ring bears. Like that's they were wearing tuxedos. They were, we- brand. they were wearing tuxedos and it was absolutely delightful. Also, they were very Danny well Briere was there. He was. And that was nice. Did he walk Claude down the aisle? No. Aww. No, because Claude is not the bride. I know, but like, because Dan, Danny's like his dad. I know. Yeah. I get it. And then there's Matt Reed. <laughs> who was who was in the, the wedding party? Yeah, he was there he too. Was, Matt, he was a groomsman. Did Matt Reed sign sweet. anywhere? Nope. No. No. Not yet. That's disheartening. That Val Philpola has gonna... a job and Matt Reed doesn't. That's a really good point. Yeah. That's yeah. Sad. Play center, folks. Matt Reed should move to defense, is what he should do. Oh, goodness. From the athletic Philly, Charlie O'Connor. Hi, everyone. Guess what? what? It's the summer. And it's is not this true? And, and it's not like the fake summer where stuff like the cup final and the draft or free agency are still going on. No, it's the real summer, otherwise known as the dead part of the hockey year where literally nothing happens. And here is my recommendation for this dead part of the summer. Try not to spend too much time dwelling on the bad theoretical outcomes regarding the Flyers that have not yet happened yet. Like I get it. There's nothing going on. So it becomes very easy when there's nothing going on to get stuck on the idea that Say, Yuri Laterra could be the third-line center. Ugh. Or Travis Sanheim could get stuck behind this guy they just signed, who probably should be used as a seventh defenseman. Or that Travis Konechny will start of the year on line three because that playoff thing wasn't just a playoff thing. That was actually their evaluation of his best fit in the lineup. Instead, try to enjoy the summer. The Phillies are good this year, apparently. 
that they actually might make the playoffs this year. They're so gonna. they're, they're, they're kind of cool to pay attention to. The sun's out a lot. I don't know. Try to get a tan. Guns out. Do your best not to get worked up about things that have not yet happened yet. Let the whole thing on Twitter where it was like, hey, Hexall isn't going to do anything this offseason. What a loser. Talk for a few weeks. You'll let that be your lesson because he gave us JVR. Maybe they might not do really dumb stuff at the start of next season. And if they do, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, guys. We'll cross it as a team, as a group. That's This fucking guy. This fucking guy trying to police emotions. <laughs> I'm gone for one week, and Charlie has become some kind of Zen master that's personally attacking everything I believe in. Telling us to get some sun like we need skin cancer. I'm very sunburnt. My scalp is peeling. It's <laughs> the whole thing. I mean, the I'm, I'm, I'm a redhead. I, I have the same problem. But you just have to be safe. Put I've sunscreen been, on. I've been trying. I've been. I've been experimenting with photosynthesis. It turns out uh, humans don't don't. What do you know? It. Ask Bill about his sunscreen opinions. You I need believe. It. <laughs> no. uh, but like, what's the point? It's a scam. If you need more than one application, scam. I used to know someone that had a theory that sunscreen is what causes skin cancer and not the sun because ah. no one got skin cancer before. But now everybody does. <laughs> you know what? That's a he good wasn't one. Very bright. That's a good one. But the problem with that is that the pro- the reason why no one died of skin cancer before is because everyone died by like age forty. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, you know, people probably spent a lot Skin cancer, my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Last but certainly not least, returning from her Canadian vacation, Kelly Hinkle. How was yeah, it? Yeah, it was good. I had a nice time. I missed well, the guys, good. though. Yeah. It was nice. I, I said on Twitter, it's nice to listen to the show as a fan because I can't listen to it when I'm on it. And you hated it. I know. It was good. <laughs> I was, like, laughing out loud. It was very fun. It was a pretty funny so, show last someone's week. Someone's in the comments goes, oh, sure. Bill can pronounce photosynthesis. <laughs> <laughs> good point. <laughs> More like Borophil. <laughs> oh, God. That was excellent. Thank you for that, Adam. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but that was the funniest comment I've ever seen. And it's, I'm opening my Kinder Egg. Do it. I hope it's a good toy. Yeah. So uh, don't anyone report these illegal candies to the government thank you <laughs> they're coming for you kelly i know so i i found some i found some old tweets of mine and i'm excited about christian folan because apparently who what's his name I don't know. It's christian, it? christian folan yeah. because apparently in 2014 i really really wanted him i even once tweeted the hashtag hashtag folan watch uh i just in the world? you were totally in <laughs> i just want the flyers to sign college like free agents because it's just it's a win you you get a guy For who nothing. just yeah he you just win so apparently i really wanted the guy so i'm excited about this signing uh he's gonna beat out travis sanheim and that's fun charlie oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> why isn't it fun when like the past version of yourself was on to some shit and you had no idea yeah, someone past bill I saw, <laughs> I saw, like, in my mentions or, like, in my notifications, somebody faved, like, a tweet of mine that had Fulan's name in it. I was like, I've never thought two thoughts about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know who he was. None of this. This is fake. And then I looked and I was like, oh, I have several tweets about him. <laughs> so clearly That's I really, amazing. clearly I really wanted him. Yeah. Uh, so victory three years, four years later. Well, see, this just shows like you. how after you, after you dish out a hot take, <laughs> yeah. And then it immediately leaves your brain as if it never actually so happened. So maybe Mike Vecchioni, not all that important. <laughs> <laughs> like B- Bill just like deletes his, his mental hard drive every year because he needs to get more space year? for new hot takes. He doesn't even know what he's saying as he's saying it. <laughs> 
fair. I can't be expected to listen to every single thing I say, guys. It's I say much. a lot of shit. It's a lot. Like, I, I, there's only so much. <laughs> Charlie loves that line. <laughs> It's so true. Though. All right, so I guess we'll start there because that's like the news. Yeah, they, yeah, saw, they I made a sign. I don't know who this guy is. They signed Christian Follen. Uh, I just love Flyers added another dude. Yeah, is that yeah, me, Charlie? Guy. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty much what it is. Uh, he's right-handed, and as we all know, you need righties. Uh, he was, yeah, highly touted college free agent back in 2014, signed with Minnesota, had a good year one, two crappy years, then was allowed to leave without a qualifying offer, signed with L.A., had a decent year, allowed to leave again. <laughs> so I guess a couple of organizations not all that high on him. He's, we're just bringing him in to be an extra guy, right? That's one, the One would think. So that that's the hope. It's an $800,000 contract on one year. So you would assume that a guy getting that little money in only a one-year term is probably not viewed as part of the future, and he's just viewed as the stopgap number seven behind the six guys they have pegged as their top guys. My guess is that had the Sam Moran injury not happened, they would never have made the signing because Moran would have been the seventh guy. Whether he got seventh defensive minutes, I'm not sure, but he would have been the seventh guy in the rotation because he's not going to play until February at the earliest. They needed a guy, and they got Christian Folin. So the way you're supposed to pronounce it, it's actually like— it's not Folene, but like Folin. you're supposed that's what it is. You're supposed to put the like emphasis oh on the le- on the Lin. I just remembered Folin. that I heard them say a Katie Bathurst Titan on the radio it's, several hundred times while I was up but there. But it's Teton. And it's Yeah, it's Teton. Katie Bathurst Titan. Teton. Teton. I, lo- I love it. I was like, what in the world? Well, you see, it's the germs team. Sorry, it, it is indeed. It. I had no idea. So anyway, <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking?" If you listen to Fly Perbally, back on track, you would know that they pronounce it correctly. Oh, I don't listen to that garbage show. That's- <laughs> <laughs> They're my direct competition, even though we're all we're under the all same, same team. Yeah. But anyway, you know, you know who that description sounded a lot like—a stopgap seven. Who's that? Brandon Manning. And this. Is but Brandon we, Manning didn't like come up, or like this guy didn't come up through the system, I guess. I guess. And to be fair, to be fair, I will never be fair about the Brandon market. Manning. Told us that the NH, NHL GMs view Christian Folin as a one-year, eight hundred thousand dollar a year defenseman. The market told us they view Brandon Manning <laughs> as significantly more valuable than that. So Brandon that's Manning, ridiculous. <laughs> Brandon Manning is worth exactly the twenty dollars in my pocket. <laughs> You already spent that Even on that beer. Oh, yeah, two six-packs. <laughs> I knew it. God bless. I mean, yeah, you know what? In the summer, I can't can't argue with that. <laughs> Kate made Brewery, man. But Love no, th- this is where we do get into the, you know, the, the concern about a move like this. Not to say that any guy they brought in was not going to bring this concern because there's always going to be this fear, but the worry that this guy, so apparently signed by Hexall to be the seven will end up being used more than what he was signed used more you know higher up in the lineup than he was expected to yeah. to, to be used because, because Dave Hextall right. decides because that he Dave. likes him more than a Travis Sanheim it always or a Robert Haig or just like anyone that we would guess is probably better than this guy granted maybe it'll be good like you never know he actually last year did drive play okay Maybe he's actually a decent defenseman, and that'd be cool. However, even if he's still actually a decent defenseman, I still kind of want him to be used as a seven. 
Yeah. yeah. Cause you just, and that's, we get back to the Sam Moran injury and like this guy just can't catch a break. And I know I hold injuries against people. Steph constantly tells me I can't, you uh, can't. but I do. I do. And he wasn't injured until this season. Well, he was injured all year. So that's, but I'm just, I, I'm not voicing my frustration with it now. I'm vo- like, this is a bummer for him because this was his spot. Yeah. And he yep. could even if he was used as the seven on opening night after the first even week or two of the season, he could have played himself into or someone else could have played themselves out of the lineup. Sure. And he would have finally got his shot. Now we're not going to see this dude until like after the trade deadline. Should have traded. I mean, we'll see. Um, we'll yeah, see. We'll see. We, sh- we might see him in like January, but I don't yeah. think so. I have a I have a conspiracy theory. Here. Oh, dear. My conspiracy theory is that Alien? the reason why Ron Hextall has made it very clear that Sam Moran is going to be back in February is for this reason. So if he comes back in February, he gets like a two-week-long um, rehab stint in the AHL. And then if he's ready to play just as the trade deadline passes, that's when rosters open back up. Mm-hmm. And that's when he can keep Moran because they, they don't. there's no like 23-man limit on your roster. You can just yeah. keep as many guys on your roster as you want. So if he has his seven guys, if Moran were to come back in January, that would give him eight defensemen. Then they might have to waive somebody. If Moran comes back just after the trade deadline, they never have to waive him. They never have to risk losing him. That is my conspiracy theory for, oh. for why for why they've already, this early, have said he will be back in February because they are priming the, the NHL league offices to accept the fact that he's literally going to be added back to the roster the day after the trade deadline. That feels right. I appreciate that we're gaming the system again. <laughs> I miss that. I mean, that's all Ron has Hextall's been doing is telling people that they're injured when they're not. And we always assume that Ron's playing some kind of four dimensional chess game. So why not this too? You know, I finally, I really, I'm starting to believe in Ron again. I was a little, I was a little, the JVR signing got you back. Yeah, Just because it was something I said, I need something. (laughs) And he gave me something. It was something pretty big. Just a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like he got us a guy who's probably going to score 30 goals. You know, yeah. like this dude's probably going to net a, a, a decent number of goals. Like and one, that's good. One thing I have heard from some people, and this was something you kind of hinted at in last week's show, but I've seen it on Twitter as well. This idea like, well, the JVR signing wasn't that big. You do realize this was the second biggest contract given no, out in free agency. Huge. This yeah, was, a, was a This was deal. as big of a signing as you could possibly have done if you didn't get John Tavares. It's all about... We've heard his name before. It's not a new shiny it's a toy. Retread, yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, my buddy who has a JVR shirt gets to break it back out. You know, it's, I'm not racing to the store like I raced to the store to get a Yager or a Bridge shirt. Like this or, is or like Javier. Yeah, yeah. I got the Vinny because so did I. Yeah, <laughs> and that was after that was after I wrote the a franchise with no direction article, and then I went right to the store and got a Vinny shirt. <laughs> I was like, I'm playing both sides of this real hard. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Bill both sidesmen. Yeah, well, why not? You know, always be right. That's that's my goal. Even well, if I'm, even if half of me is wrong, the other half is right. That there is not go. my life motto. But I, I think this guy, you might actually not hate this guy because he's he's a hitter. He's he's yeah. big, big yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, throw his weight around. Is I he mean, a big guy? Yeah, he's like 6'3", 220. <laughs> Ish. Think, yeah, oh, that's, he's always been a big a, boy. That was part of the problem with him the first time around. People didn't like him because he was a big guy, but he played. Oh, soft. I thought we were still talking about Christian. We're talking oh, about I JVR. I know. JVR. Oh, oh no, I was talking about Christian. Yeah, back to oh, Fallen. But yeah, yeah JVR is big too. I know JVR is big, but JVR okay. JVR does play small. <clears throat> yeah. Now I th- I think he has developed a little bit more. 
Like, cause yeah. it's the whole, oh, he's soft. We need to get rid of him thing was overblown. But I think he has like playing on the team. He did with the skill players that were there. Like, I think he has developed a little bit more of the power forward mentality. Uh, and, and that's good. But yeah, back to Folan. My, I don't think he's going to play over Sandheim. My, well, you know, conspiracy thing I'm worried about way too early is it's going to be Haig. And I'm not in love with Haig, but just like, oh, we've developed him this far. Let's just play it out. Yeah, but I'm, I'm that's curious no to see what. big loss to me that if they play him over another third pair defenseman, whatever. I'm curious to see what we get out of Haig in year two. I, I want to see if he takes if he takes a step. The only reason why I am skeptical that he would play over Haig is because Haig's a lefty. Mm-hmm. Like I almost wonder if if Hol- if Fulham plays over him. yeah like if Fulham plays over anyone it might be like if it's not Sandheim which I do worry about it might be Gudis like yeah. if Gudis gets off to a slow start because you got you know another physical right-handed defenseman like that's possible oh, I still worry about I worry about Sandheim because I'm always going to worry about Sandheim until Sandheim carves out that top four role that I know he you know should have based on his talent and his his underlying results based on his first name. I am thinking he's going to get the same treatment as Konechny. It's just, yeah, you had a rough rookie year, and we we benched you sometimes, and sometimes you were on, you know, you are out there with uh, Belmar and Vandevelde, but... And that was a thing for a while. Year two, we believe in you. We're going to just let it run until, of course, the playoff. The thing is, is (laughs) all he really needs is, like... In October to get good goal based luck. Yeah. If if the goalies happen to stop a lot of pucks when he's on the ice in, in October, I honestly think it's going to be off to the races because he does so many other good things well that if he if he finishes October with a plus six plus minus, I think he's golden. I hope so. I have absolutely no faith. I'm, I don't know if you've noticed. No faith <laughs> in Dave Hacks. That's the thing Same. is, while I agree, Charlie, we shouldn't get nuts about you know. The Dave factor, because that's what it all comes down to. Who's going to be this year's Philpola? Who's going to be this year's Manning? Who's going to be this year's Vandevelde? While I don't want to focus too much on it now, it is a concern because every time you, like, in your mind, pencil in a lineup and go, okay, this is what I think the team could be, and this is how they can optimize things. It's like, yeah, they've done that four times in three years. But so. the, the good news here is that there are fewer of those really shitty players so yes Latera yeah. is still around yes Dale Weiss is still around but that's it I mean Andrew McDonald of course is not going anywhere I was just focusing on the offense yeah, but, yeah. I mean I, let's let's just expand it to everybody so Andrew McDonald um Yuri Latera and Dale Weiss those are really the only guys who you never want to see on the ice yeah, I love and, and, and I really don't even worry about Weiss anymore because yeah. if they weren't playing him last year, yeah. I, I just I don't know how uh, he jumps up the lineup. He did get into the playoffs, though. I don't know. They didn't play Yori Latera for a long stretch in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, I I just I just don't trust. Fair. I just don't trust. The I think that was mostly because two other guys failed, like Weiss and Lear. Both it was like, eh, all right, let's see what Latera. I do. mean, there is still the Taylor Lear problem. I don't see. All right, let's. Well, let's first talk about Steph's favorite guy on the roster. Alex Lyon. Steph has a lot of favorites. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I do. But because you told all, me. You told me. They're all very good boys. You told me before the show you were in love with this Alex Lyon contract. I've told you on the show yeah. that I'm in love. Oh, with the with contract. the contract. I've told mm. you on the show that I'm in love with Alex Lyon. So. Yeah. So two years, uh, 750 cap hit over the two years. Um, Good, right? Alex Lyon sticking yep. around. Let's see what we have in the guy. And That's good. Considering we have no idea what they have in net, let's just let 
let's let everyone play it out and see yeah. who wins, I guess. Especially until we have the, you know, Hart and Sandstrom thing going on for real. Let's see who wins. I like Yeah, and he showed, you know, in his in his short time in the NHL, he looked pretty good. Uh the interesting thing about this contract though to me is the the nature of the the two way versus one way, and mm-hmm. I want I want to give a little little bit of a, a tutorial on this because an entire hockey generation has been ruined by playing EA Sports hockey game. games, yeah. thinking that a two <laughs> two way contract means actually send them down. actually means you can send them down, and one way means you can't anymore. It's not actually what one way two way means. I think most people know that now, but for those that don't. Really, the difference between a one-way contract and a two-way contract is that two-way, a player gets paid less money for playing in the AHL versus when he's playing in the NHL. And a one-way contract means that regardless whether he's playing in the minors or the NHL, he still gets paid the same amount of money. Now, the interesting part about this contract is that for Lyon, it is a two-way contract this year in 2018-2019. But in 2019-2020, in the second year of the contract, it becomes one-way. And what makes you this makes you wonder, like, was this a way for in negotiations? Alex Lyon basically said to Hextall, like, hey, I want to be in the NHL. And Hextall basically said, okay, well, our plan is to have you in the NHL, not this year full time, but the following year. And Lyon's agent was like, okay, well, for you to prove that, make it so even if you continue to stash him in the AHL for the second year, you're paying him like an NHL. Mm-hmm. This, this to me sets up for backup NHL netminder Alex Lyon mm-hmm. in two seasons. All right. Yeah. That's I one time a, a a kid who's in the AHL right now tried to explain it to me. And I like cuz he was like I had a one-way contract so it was there wasn't as much incentive to bring me up or something like that. No, it's, it's totally I fair. I couldn't follow him yeah. and I didn't know what he was talking. Yeah, it was totally <laughs> fair cuz if if you have a one-way contract like well, if you have a two-way contract, they're paying you less in terms of raw money. Yeah. Now granted, if you're part of the Flyers organization, I would hope the Flyers don't care that much about saving $600,000 pro rated. with Winnipeg, I think. Okay, well they might care. Yeah. They're a budget team. But like the fact that he's going to be on a one-way deal his second year, even if they continue to stash him in the minors, they still got to pay him the full seven hundred fifty thousand. So that I I don't I don't think it necessarily incentivizes the Flyers more, but it may just kind of be like a handshake thing to Lion. Like, look, we plan to have you up there in year two, and even if we don't, you're still going to get paid like you were. That's I mean. So he's the only goalie they have under contract for that season, yeah. right? Because yeah. Elliot and Neuvert are both done yeah, at the end of this year. Yeah, they're both done at the end of this year. So who do you think is going to be starting, Charles? Well, Carter Hart. I Carter mean, that Hart. would be ideal, Carter huh? Hart. Lionheart. Oh, my God. So much Jericho. That's great. I love it. Oh, I don't God. even know what the oh, Back to wrestling. William. <laughs> I don't even, damn it. I don't know what you just said. I didn't said. do it, you know? All, all I know I didn't name is these that guys. the tandem of Carter Hart and Alex Lyon is equal parts exciting and terrifying. <laughs> It it really it's fun as hell. I'm already into it. I like it. I this could be 2019, fun. You know? 2020. I'm not with, wild. With the lockout the year after. Yeah, let's I'm get not wild. I'm not wild about Alex Lyon, but I am. Maybe wild. you should be. I am wild about life without Michael Neuvert. So. <laughs> You said as we were prepping for the show that you have no feelings about Alex Lyon. I, really, I told I, you that you need to change that. Yeah, I don't. That's the like as as someone who has has an opinion about everything. My emotions about Carter Hart are just a straight line, or, yeah. or not Carter Hart about Alex Lyon are just a straight line. Yeah, I think he's fine. I'm not like yeah. obsessed with him. I think he's going to be a fine NHL backup. I hope so. I would love to see yeah, this yeah, kid. Yeah, but have you seen his hair? The king of the north. <laughs> <laughs> I would, he's got good hair, too, though. I would love to see this kid carve out a career for himself. Yeah, why not? All right. So uh, back to 
What were we talking about? Yeah, Robert Haig and the restricted free agents. So this is like oh, the last the last bit of business that Hextall absolutely has to do. Yeah, what, where he does has this some, He has some restricted free agents left. Lyon was the first one that he signed in a while. So now he's got to sign the other guys. Yeah, so Robert Haig is the is the big one here. He's Because uh, he had substantial NHL playing time yeah, last year. We'll and get it, some money. You know, as we know... Let everyone in hits like for that, a while, for a while, and then he came out of the lineup. Yeah. But mm. until that point, you know, quite a few hits. We, we heard that quite a lot on broadcast. Yeah, every single broadcast, <laughs> several times a night. Uh, so what do you we think? You can't hold that against him. I don't no hold it against, it against him. him. Everybody holds well, it against him. Well, we just think it's him. funny. No, I just I, think it's. Funny. I hold it against the broadcast. I, was say, <laughs> like, I, I hold I just, it against the hockey yeah, men. I'm not, not holding Robert it. And that's and you know what? I will say it wasn't like the Luke Shen hits where it was like the puck was out and two seconds later you just saw. Two pairs of skates go flying up in the air. <laughs> it's like, all right, two guys are totally out of the play now. It's four on four. Like, Robert Haig, while he did dish out quite a few hits, I think picked his spots very well. Um, he is all right. Underwhelming in some other regards. I expected him to be able to pass the puck better. I just expect that of Europeans, that they pass the puck. I thought that was, like, maybe I, that's yeah. maybe that's racist of me. Bad. I don't know. <laughs> I just it's expect a little problematic. I just expect a European defenseman to be able to puck handle and stick <laughs> puck handle and pass better than he did. Counterpoint Nicholas Grossman. Yeah, Woo! well there, there it is. You go. There you, and that's you know maybe, <laughs> maybe that's just who Robert Haig is. The second but, N is for not gonna get the puck out of the zone. No 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 not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> So, <laughs> so Robert Haig. So Robert Haig. What are we? What is his second G for? Uh, <laughs> what do we? What do we think he's? What do we think he's gonna get? Like he's a he's a very interesting case because did some things well, got a lot of playing time, saw some holes, but the coach seemed to have faith in faith in him up until at least the end of the season. Long term deal, prove it deal. Bridge deal. Where do we see this going? Three years, two point seven million. You think they're going to give him three That's years per year? That's per year. <laughs> per year. I mean, if they give him, I think they like ahead. him a lot. If I they, think they do. If too. they give yeah. him more than two years, that's a sign that they really like him. Yeah. I don't think that it'll be super long term. I no. just think it's going to be like a long bridge deal. Three feels right. To yeah. Me. Two or three. Yeah. Um, two would or, be ideal, in my opinion, because I'm not. Well, sold because on you him, only want to give two-year deals out to anybody ever. You are correct. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm two-year deals for everybody. That's going to be a conversation for not this podcast, but you know, like August <laughs> when we have nothing else to talk I'm about. I'm right yeah. there with you on two-year deals yeah, up until length. unless you're Sean Couturier, Listen, and I can seriously underpay you. Broken. You are all broken. You're Paul, not wrong, Stephanie. Paul Holmgren broke the fuck out of the. Flyers, yes. fly, fly, Flyers fan base yes. by giving out all of these long-term bad imagine if However, Imagine if Nashville didn't however, match. However, oh there is such a thing as a long-term beneficial contract. For good players, yes. It is absolutely okay to give term on a deal. It's okay. It's also not your money. No, but it's capped. Right, That's the thing. It's not baseball, your money. But if my team is somehow hindered by this, it's not my money. Like in baseball, no, I don't give a shit because there's no cap. Yeah, pay give Bryce them. Harper half a billion. I don't, I don't care. care. But in hockey, if, oh man, look, yeah, Robert Haig signed for five years and he stinks, like that's going to bother me. Yeah, when there was no cap, I didn't really give a shit no. that the Flyers were yeah, hanging out. Give Chris contracts left Because and right. Paul Holmgren hadn't broken you yet. Give Chris Gratton 10 million up front. Like, Paul that's Holmgren fine. 
broke yeah. the fan base. Term is okay. Well, he also broke the team. Oh, yeah. I like, mean, indeed. yes. Yes. <laughs> like, indeed. The no, team. He oh. broke the fan base by breaking the team. The team like, also, are, yeah. This is multifaceted, but term is okay. Have Every ever, contract doesn't have to be two years. I just, like, what's well, the point? Like, Robert Haig, You could just what sign another two-year contract in two yeah. years. <laughs> he, what, why would the player want to do that? Players don't want to do that. For they like for fun no, players don't want to do restricted that. Restricted free agent, he doesn't have a choice. Yeah, I mean, well, well, once term, but, but, but the, Robert Hayes yeah. isn't good enough to get term, in yeah. my opinion. Except he is because they like him. I you know, don't like him, but they three. like him. What's, his, what's Robert Hayes' great ability? Hits, baby. I guess defensive zone coverage. I guess that's probably what his yeah, his steady. best ability I feel is. Like, I feel like people look at him he's and they a good think skater. he's steady. He, he tends to prevent quality chances. I would yeah. say in the in the defensive zone. I think it's probably his best quality. I I don't know what they're gonna do because like I could easily see them coming out of, coming out of this with a one year deal and say like hey yeah. you know let's run it back and see if you can do this again. I would probably give him a two year deal. I would give him, you know, kind of a mini bridge, see where he is, you know, see where he is after next year if he develops into basically a a bottom, you know, a bottom pairing guy, a third pair guy, then you know what you can give him going into his his late 20s. If he turns into a 7, you know, okay, well we're giving him closer to, you know, closer to league minimum, closer to a million dollars. If it becomes good, like I don't think he's ever going to be a you only sign a guy you only sign a guy coming out of his ELC to a really long-term deal if you think there's a chance that he's going to break the bank by, like, yeah. age 25. And even if Robert Haig develops into a legitimately good top-four defenseman, he's never going to score a lot. So I just don't think he's ever going to cost that much money. The- so what, like, like for Konechny or Provorov, you want to get those guys locked up. And you're going to get those guys, guys locked up to long-term deals because if you give them a two-year bridge deal, when that's done, they're not going to want $4 million a year. Well, in Konechny's case, Provorov's already going to want a lot of money. But like for Konechny's case, Konechny, you could probably get him on a, on a long-term deal for a reasonable price now. But if you bridge him and then in two years his contract is up, he's going to be asking for seven mil. And then you yeah. then you waste then you could have gotten him for significantly cheaper if you would have just trusted him. With Haig, like even if Haig has a good next two years, what's he gonna come out of that asking for? Like three, three and a half? Like kinda like what the, what they gave Gudis? Like I just don't yeah. see the upside of I don't see the upside of trying to lock up him up to a big deal. But what's interesting to me is that if they do, then you know that the Flyers see him as a guy with a lot of upside, and that's interesting to me. Like when you say he could turn into a top four. I don't see him being anything more than a four. That's fair. And to me, he's a five or a six. Yeah, but, I, I, look, look, I need, agree with you. But you I, need but, those guys too. But yeah, and I'm fine but. with a homegrown one who's been here and it just works and he's good at it and he can kill penalties and do the shit you need him to do. I'm fine with it. I just, after a year of watching him, still don't know how good he is. I'm perfectly happy with a five or a six guy who could play as a four. As opposed to a five or six guy that should be in the AHL. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't think you need to give him, you know, four or five years. Yeah, I mean, like... You're still, still going to need someone to play there in four or five years. And you could just go get Christian Folin and have him pe- yeah. play for league minimum. Folin. Like, Folin. 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 Yeah, like, you could just Folin. give him, you know, less than a million dollars and you get the next one next, like... There sure, are... let's just fill the roster with a bunch of sevens. That's fine. Yeah, as your as your second no. pair, as your third pair, yes. No, you if need you sign, better defensemen. But if you sign that's Haig, how we got here. If you sign Haig for three years, it doesn't mean you can't keep him at the end of the three years. 
Right. You would just have to pay him more. And if he's earned more, that's a good thing for us. That's a good problem to have. But I would rather take that risk than lock him up for four or five and have him be, you know, like a middling third pair defenseman that's not really he's not that gonna great. be a middling well, as, as a rookie I think he could be a middling as a rookie he wasn't a middling third pair defenseman i think he was a middling i was gonna third. say well, charlie we will <laughs> tell you that he was well, because charlie's a nerd and only looks at numbers it me the numbers nerd <laughs> <laughs> but like i love hits and i wasn't that impressed by him like well do better next time he was okay <laughs> he was fine for what they were using him as i was gonna say most of my problem with robert haig You'll be shocked to learn. <laughs> Goes back to the usage of him by Weird. Weird. If he was being used as a five-six for most of the year, I'd probably not have an issue with him at all. But you know, Dave Haxtell once Dave. again, yeah, is the problem. Dave Haxtell is the biggest problem with the Flyers right I'm now. I'm getting really period. bored of myself. I need to think. I agree. Find a new slant. Yeah. <laughs> The rest of the RFAs, we have Taylor Lear, who uh, filed filed for arbitration. I can't imagine what his case is going to be. Poor Taylor Lear. Anthony Stolarz, Donique Martell, Tyrell Goldborn, Reese Wilcox. I can't believe they tendered. Reese Wilcox. I can't believe they tendered Goldborn. I can't believe they did either. Seriously. They gave him games last year, so it didn't surprise me. I mean, he'll stick with the Phantoms, or maybe he'll go back down to Red. I have no problem with him being the 13th forward, by the way. Oh, for fuck's sake, William. (laughs) Taylor Lear is going to be in the 13th forward. Bill, Ron is not listening to this show. You don't have to pump up Goldborn. Ron's on vacation. (laughs) He's not listening. I just, like, if you're going to have a guy, why not? I still can't Remember Goldborn. Remember. Remember the first shift. It was a great Remember first shift. Remember Goldburn's first shift. It he was the came perfect, out swinging. It was it an was awesome the, first shift. It was the perfect shift for a guy like him. Mm-hmm. But like n- none of these guys are going to get that much money. No. no. I mean, Lear. These are all hundreds of thousands guys. Yeah, Lear might get, you know, 800, something like kind of like what Folin got, something like that. The other guys, I mean, if Lyon got 750, you would assume that Solars might get less than that. He the, guess, at the yeah. very least he won't get that second year as a one way. Yeah. I can't imagine. No. I my my best guess for Stolarz is they give him another one year. Yeah, I could say it. I just you know try to stay healthy and let's see. They're gonna have three AHL goaltenders this year, right? Well, we talked about that last week. You can oh, do that's that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I Lend feel like one I feel like Stolarz yeah. might end up just signing his qualifying offer. Like in the end, whatever that yeah. was for, it might have been for like eight hundred something. Like that might just be end up what he's doing. I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, but that feels right. Like because for him, I just don't know what else he really can do. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of leverage. Yeah. I mean, he didn't file for arbitration, so that's got to. Yeah, I don't even know if he was allowed to. I I, I'm not. Sh- he might have been. I'd have to go back check cat friendly. Like I know Haig was not because people were very confused. Well, why did Lear and and Lyon uh, file for arbitration? Why didn't Haig? Like Haig is Haig on the verge of signing a long term extension? Haig because it's only after his ELC he's not actually eligible to file. Whereas those guys were, which is why they did. I don't know if Stollers is or isn't. I'd have to look. He's had a few contracts, so yeah, so he might be. He might yeah. be old enough. I'm, All right, I'm interested. I mean, Danny Martell, you obviously bring him back. Uh, I, I can't imagine he gets a, t- a ton. Reese Wilcox, I forgot that he was in the system. Correct. Up until like three months ago, when he resurfaced, he's the new Mark Alt. Yeah, like, he's just, yeah, a, just a guy. Yeah. He's just a computer generated. He's not actually player. real. Yeah. Well, once in a while, Bill Meltzer <laughs> will say nice things about him in a hockey buzz column. That's like the only time that Reese Wilcox crosses my mind. Mm. That's good. Has he been playing with the Phantoms for yeah. a while? Yeah. Oh, well. 
Good so, job, Reese. I'm proud of you. My main question for the uh, for this outline, my my big contribution here was: so, what now? Yep. Three uh, words. Provorov, Konechny. Yeah, we yeah, have done some dudes. We we signed JVR, and that was good. You know, five years, seven million a season. That's a lot of fun. You know, go out and get. Honestly, what would you call him the second biggest free agent name? JVR might, might be of yeah. the guys that actually hit the market. Of the guys yeah. who actually hit the yeah. market. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, I mean, Carl, like John Carlson, was bigger, but he resigned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't you, even you, think that you, he was bigger, but you, that's yeah. my own. Maybe just because there, he had the playoff, know. he did and everything. But he, what, no. he ended up getting like sixty-four mil. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, they they got their seventh defenseman, so you figure they're done there. Yeah. What's next for this team? Horovorov, uh, Konechny, dot, 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 Simmons? Question, question mark. mark. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, do they fill the 3C hole, or are they just going to Are They just gonna let, they fill let it with it, a Scott Lawton, in my opinion. They're going to let it play out and just go, yeah, it's going to be Lawton, Laterra, or one of these other guys? I Maybe. think so. I think it's going to be a camp battle. Yeah. What would have to Which happen? I don't hate. What would have to happen for like Jordan Wheel to win this job? Well, he'd have to gain about fifty pounds, grow a few inches, and kill Yuri Laterra. Oh, Ooh, I like that part though. <laughs> we don't want anybody to die. I mean, no. I don't think it's <laughs> totally insane. Uh, like, I don't think he's going to win it. But I would not be surprised if he gets like. A couple preseason games. Yeah, yeah. At center. Who is this? Yorld? Wheel. Oh, Wheel. No, I mean Yorld's going to get games at center because he's they view him as a center. He was the fucking fourth line center. No, in, Yuri uh, Laterra. Yuri Laterra. Right now, I'm penciling in. Three C. I'm penciling him in as the four C, and I. Oh. It's just because I want to be. <laughs> I'm following Charlie's advice. I'm not going to make myself crazy oh, about, <laughs> about who the fucking third happen. line center is right now. Well, I'm yeah, going. You'll the, be able to do that later. Yeah, I'm no, going I'm going to spend. Half, I'm going to spend half the season yelling about it, so I'm not doing it now. Fair. <laughs> I'm going the other way, where I'm already penciling in Yuri Laterra as the three C so that I don't get pissed off about it when I see it on paper. So you're pleasantly surprised when, if, if and when it doesn't right, happen. Right, right. Okay. So let's, this okay. is this is my life motto. Prepare for the absolute worst. That's and then when it's not that fair. bad, which is rare that it's not that bad, but it's good. Is, yeah. this, is this part edible, gonna, Kelly? No, no that's you open the part it. that's got the toy inside. You, you. open you it. You open it. There's something I in there. I got Wonder Woman. How do you open it? So, 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 so right now, looking at the the three C battle, um, Wonder Woman. yeah, and while Bill is oh, opening up his, damn. yeah, Bill, Bill, <laughs> Bill's opening up his egg with a toy in it from so the uh, from the Canadian candy that I Kelly was brought. So hungry. Definitely but, not illegal. Yeah, at this point, the, the guys battling for the spot apparently are Lawton, Laterra. Then you got Wheel, who Hexall specifically noted. That's why I think he's going to at least get a chance because Hexall, like, he was one of the first guys Hexall named in that mm -hmm. press conference. Mm -hmm. Well, we got Jordan Wheel. Then you got the rookies. You got Morgan Frost, who obviously is the most exciting of the the possibilities because he's got the thickness now. He does. He have put the on some weight now. And yeah. then you got Mikhail Vorobiev, who is the other guy, you know, who spent the year in the AHL. I love him too. I wouldn't have a problem with I him. I am excited by yeah. that possibility just because, like, I've now followed. You know, his progression here and, okay, now he's coming up and, oh, this guy might be able to win a job, even if it's the 4C job. How like, spicy that's an would upgrade. it be if it was Frost and Misha? Well, the Frost, problem Misha. would be Scott Lawton. He's got trade value. Well, you could just use him wing. I mean, I, I think he's a center, but you could yeah. use him at wing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can never have enough centers as far as I'm concerned. They're very important. Do you think Frost could play at wing? 
Or do you think he's too good a center to move him? I asked Frost about that possibility at camp. Yeah. He said that he played wing a lot when he was younger. He's primarily played center over the last few years. Like Claude and Giroux. I, and, and I think he definitely prefers center. But he said, you Listen. know, if, if, it, if playing wing gets me in the NHL faster, I'm obviously open to it. All right. So. Oh, and he just adorable. kid. He, he got rid of his braces. Uh, yeah, I don't remember him having braces. <laughs> oh, he had braces last he had year. Braces? Well, no, I'm saying I don't yeah. remember him having braces at this year's oh, okay. camp. Like, I, I feel all... like I would have, if he was wearing braces, I would have noticed that. He has yeah. all grown up. He did not make that, uh, that all connection. all grown up. He's like an adult now. He's like a real-sized human, and he doesn't have braces. It's true. I, I think it's still possible they make a trade, though. Like, I'm not yeah. ruling. Yeah, because. Like, what kind? Like, is it something I'm going to be excited about? No, or? no, you're no. going to hate Well, you're I mean, it, it depends. There, there's a couple of people on Twitter who would seem like they would be literally jumping up and down like crazy if the Flyers got Charlie Coyle. So, like, no, that, thank But, you. like, that's the type of trade that like could Coyle. be made. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Coyle's fine. Just what are you going to give up for him? And that's the question mark. Yeah, because before the draft, people were ready to give up both firsts for Charlie Coyle, which is just He's got a good first hilarious. name. I mean, they... <laughs> Sounds like a dick. In, in our mock draft, they tried to get our first round pick and Wayne Simmons for Charlie Coyle. Wow. God bless. Seems like a which lot. was way too much. A little bit too little much. Bit. But yeah, I would assume if they make a trade for a center, it would be like of a Charlie Coyle type. I just don't think there's anybody else out there that like oh, oh, like O'Reilly was the big guy. Yeah. He's gone. So now if you're making a trade for a center, you're making a trade for a Coyle type who's more of like a traditional 3C. I still could see Hextall doing it, but I also I don't think it's definite. I just think he's still leaving his options open and is probably still talking and to And this you. is the area in which I'm fine with him leaving his options open because we get to this next point, Charlie. Flyers have about 14 mil in cap space right now. Uh, like you, As you noted, even after giving JVR 7 million average annual value. What a time. Uh, we have the Hagen Lear things coming, but that's not going to that's not gonna be all that uh, all that expensive. Sanheim and Lindblom are probably going to make the teams. There's about 2 mil. Uh Nine, nine, ten million left ish. Yeah, Eric yeah. Carlson. Do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually like, I don't want to talk about it too much because it's pipe dream at this point. But the fact that they haven't acquired Eric Carlson is disappointing. Oh Eric, boy. You know what? At this point, and no one's Eric acquired Carlson him. And Bobby Ryan. I don't give a fuck. Uh, that Bobby <laughs> don't, Ryan. I don't thing. give a fuck. Just do it. That Bobby Ryan thing is like a hindrance, and it's like. You get Eric Carlson, but I really don't want Bobby Ryan. Bobby Ryan does. That's why s- they haven't traded Eric Carlson you yet. You slap him on the third line. He's still effective as a scorer. He Here's makes the thing. all he of just that makes, nine million. Right, and then you buy him out. Here's well, the thing. If I had to have Bobby Ryan, I'm absolutely putting him on the top line, letting him slam dunk some goals, getting the most out of him. Because on the third line, he ain't doing shit. Like well, he's just going to be not when ab- Yuri Latera is your third. No, city. he's gonna he's gonna be an absolute waste. If he's playing with Drew and Couturier, he'll score twenty five. Yeah, you know, yeah, it'll happen. You're not wrong. Move everyone else down a peg. I think the same thing about Dale Weiss. We have to have Dale Weiss throw him up on that first Don't line right wing. Well, just... now you just made yourself sound like an idiot. I know. <laughs> you let were him fine be... up until you said Dale Weiss let on him, the top line. Let him be Mike Knubel. Just take pucks off the puck. Off the he's and... really not bad. Now, I, I, are we it, talking Dale Weiss or Bobby no, Ryan? Bobby, Bobby Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, no. Bobby Ryan is not bad. Yeah, he's, he's, he's makes too he's much money. Okay. Yeah. money. I think the concern with Bobby Ryan is that, like, in two or three years, he's going to be bad. But that and all of the hand surgery, he's been hurt a lot. But he, he had a pretty decent year on a pretty god awful team that was, like, as we're now, as we now learn, was literally collapsing from within, and he was okay. He I mean, was okay. I take them both. Do we need? 
spend all of the money? That's the other end. Is yes. Don't we just save some of it for the big fat extensions we well, want to give to Travis Konechny and Ivan Provorov? For Eric Carlson, I'd do it. I'd spend all of the money for Eric Carlson. Okay, but, but okay. So let's say that we get Eric Carlson and all of the nine million dollars is gone, which means it's also gone next season because you don't trade for Eric Carlson unless you're planning on re-signing him. So then where do you get the money for Ivan Provorov and Travis Konechny? You get rid of guys like Andrew McDonald, like Dale Weiss, like Yori Latera's contract ends. That's well, yeah. what, $5 million freed up? Yeah, they're, they're probably going to, you would assume they're, pro- they're almost certainly going to drop Latera. And there's a decent chance considering the amount of youth they have coming in. I'm just going to throw this out there. It may not be received terribly well because I, I like him. I know you guys like him. There's a good chance that Michael Raffles is going to Oh, yeah, he's probably Because yeah. they have so many young kids that can play that role. It's okay, Michael. I'll move with you. <laughs> so, it's just a, and like, that's another like two and a half mil freedom. Yeah, I know he's probably gone, which sucks, but you got to make room for the kids. Yeah. You do. And I, I I really do like Michael Raffles. I wish they keep him so, over Dale fucking Weiss, but, no, you know, no. that's not how it's going to go. He's just so useful. Like, he's just such a useful guy to have around, even though we don't like it. Like, you can put him on that top line. There wasn't an injury. But had, say, like, Konechny is just hurt, yeah. and you have an opening at that top yeah. line, you can throw Raffle up there, and it's not the, you know, explosiveness of Travis Konechny, but he's not out of place. Yeah. Or he's a damn good fourth liner. Like, he's one. He's what. He's what the coach thought Belmar was. Ah, like, oh, you could play him anywhere. Yeah. Like he actually is a guy you he can play anywhere. Guy, yeah. Yeah. And I think he could have more of a role on special teams than they've given him. Uh, but yeah, yeah, with, I don't know. That's so stupid. with all the youth and him needing a contract at some point, it's just gonna be it's gonna be like the Michael Delzato thing. Like, sorry, man, we're out of space. Yeah, thank you We're for just your, thank you for your service. Yeah, thanks, yeah it's gonna be a <laughs> good luck out there. Uh, I don't there. know. I feel like they might try to trade him. I Instead feel like just letting him walk. Well, I, but like, he's there's gonna, a market for guys that fit into anywhere in the line. I'm sure there's yeah. a market. I just don't. LA is gonna sign him. Like if we're if we're assuming the Flyers are going to be, he's got the thighs he for does. LA. He's beefy. And, he's beefy and fast <laughs> they love enough those for the, guys. Oh my god, he's totally going to LA. But, but like, if we're assuming the Flyers are going to be pretty good next year, and I think that's a fair assumption. Yeah. They're going yeah, to be I pretty good. Fair. They're going to be battling for a playoff spot, probably getting into the playoffs. I don't see them selling anyone at the deadline. Like, even though Raffle's contract is up at the end of this year, I don't think they're going to sell anybody. I think even if they had, de- even if they have decided, let's say they keep Simmons, he survives the offseason, still on the roster, and they've decided in January. You know, we've had conversation with Wayne Simmons' agent. They want way too much money. We're not bringing him back. I still don't think they trade him at the trade deadline because they're like. We're not going to have a situation like St. Louis had with Stasny where we trade this guy and our team falls apart. It's like, what the hell are you trading away one of our leaders yeah. when we're trying to push for the playoffs? They'll keep him just because they know there will be like a mini team mutiny if they trade Wayne Simmons to the deadline. Even though it's probably probably would be the smart thing to do from an asset management standpoint, they want to win. They want to give their team a shot at the playoffs, and he helps them do that. And at that point, mm-hmm. Wayne Simmons is just a rental. Like His value isn't what it was, say, at the trade deadline this year yep. at the draft had he been healthy it's not what it was so it's I wanted to take your guys temperature on that actually say they don't work something out with Simmons uh, you know a contract extension that we'd all enjoy I have different ideas on what his contract should look like than you but just say they don't work out the contract that you would want would you be okay with keeping him the whole year and then letting him walk if it is a battle for the playoffs no no, you can't let him walk for nothing. Yeah, you why can't not? Do it because that's stupid. That's very bad asset how much management. You, but like, how many more assets do they need? What are you Some? really gonna get for him? 
Something. Something. Which is more than nothing. Is it more than what you would get for him going into a playoff run? Say you can I mean, win a series or two. Why not try to well, do that? I mean, why not trade him after? Like, you can trade him between the Stanley Cup and the draft. Yeah, but then you're just trading his rights that's, and that's he doesn't a fourth get round pick. Yeah, you get well, like a fourth great. round pick for him. I mean, it's, I mean it's something, sure. If we're talking about a legitimate cup run, okay. But if I'm holding on to Wayne Simmons to let him walk for nothing so I can win a first-round series and then go out in the second, eh. I, I haven't seen a playoff win since 2012. I'm not saying I don't Exactly, and how long has win. he been on the team? He's not the make or break. No, yeah. but I want to keep everyone around. That's you he's don't, not Wayne Simmons is not the make or break for this team. You don't, he's, he's a third line winger, and I also don't. If I you've don't, got to trade him, you trade him. But you think, know he's more than that to the team. I don't think the St. Louis comparable is a fair one because I don't think that it would be a situation in which the team would assume that management has given up on the idea of them making a playoff push because they make a trade. See, like, I, I see. I I agree that. I agree that the team would maybe not view it that the, that like the management has given up on the playoffs. I do believe the team would be pissed because Wayne Simmons is like one of the two or three biggest figures from a leadership standpoint in that locker room. I think the team would be livid. Well, then they need to grow up. It's a business. Like this isn't. Yeah. I, I understand that they're all friends. But and, chemistry and got, is a thing. I understand that. But if you're gonna get pissed because your buddy just got traded, you need to grow up. Right. I mean, this is if, not the business for it's you. It's not that if he's their buddy. To, if we get to the deadline and he's not been extended they all ought to know what the writing on the wall is like stephanie said they're professional grown men like if he's not been extended they know that that means one of two things they're going to let him walk for nothing or they're going to get something for him and And see i mean like all of us i'm with bill all of us on ice sport radio and throughout the year charlie you told me in the playoffs washington not good enough to win the cup they won the cup. They did. Like the Flyers, if we're just going to be like, ah, well, they're not good enough to win the cup. Why even play the games then? Like Wayne cool. Simmons is an important piece. <laughs> Wayne Simmons. Do me the favor and don't even bother. Wayne Simmons is an important piece to this team, and it's not because he's their buddy. It's because his presence looms large in that room. There is something to chemistry. There is something to leadership. I know we poo-poo it at times because no. we go, oh, well, he's yeah, but like it, there is something to it, and we've all, we've seen Flyers teams that have. Had so much talent, I'm, but had no chemistry. The 2011 team was in the President's Trophy run until the last couple of weeks of the season, and then fell apart because they all fucking hated each other, and they got embarrassed in the playoffs. Like I want to see a team that gets like that is together, and that's how you win. Like this Washington team, you can clearly see there was chemistry there because yeah. they'd all been together for so long. If you can maybe go on a run like that, I think it's worth risking losing Wayne Simmons for nothing, considering what we already have. Like, how many more pieces do we need? How do we not have enough yet? I know, but the thing is, like, the Flyers got into the playoffs this season. I don't think any of us were laboring under the idea that this was going to be a year that they were going to make a legitimate run because they got into the playoffs. We knew... They got in there lucky, and if they took a series, it was going to be luck. I mean, after the first— I don't think that's the same as Charlie looking at the Caps and saying, on paper, they're not as good as some other teams in the East, so they're probably not going to win the Cup. But now— They're an extremely talented team. 
that and the also Flyers, got lucky. The Flyers are an extremely talented team now. Look at their top six. Look at their top pair defense. If Travis Sanheim you know, is what we think he is, which he could be, he very well could be, that you have a playoff team if your and, goalies and are then, healthy. Yeah, and then look at who's in net. All right. Brian Elliott's taken plenty of teams to the playoffs. This that's all not a, goes back. That's not a crazy thing that he could win a couple of series for you. This all goes back to me being pissed off that Wayne Simmons kept himself in the lineup all year when he shouldn't have. And if Should he had have just gotten that fucking at surgery. The goddamn deadline, we could have traded him then at the highest point of his value. And now we're stuck. I think here, here's here's my view of it. If we're going to talk about how like literally for an entire month, we screamed on this show. Social media screamed about how. We need to try to win now. We need to try to turn the corner. This year matters. If, yeah. if, if we're going to buy that, that this year matters, and then Ron Hextall went out and he was like, I agree with you. I'm adding the literally the best goal scorer on the market. If we actually honestly believe that, then we as a fan base, owe it to the team to be okay with them rolling with Wayne Simmons all year. Because, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna, I'm not going to like be super pissed off if they keep Wayne Simmons and go on a deep run in the playoffs, but I'm would prefer they get something for him. Right. That's I mean, what I'm I, saying. I, I, I was, don't want him to just walk for nothing. Yes. We're better yeah. than the Islanders is what it comes down yeah. to. Yes. I, look, my preference would have been to trade him this offseason, yes. but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen no. because it hasn't happened yet. If he is part of a hockey trade, something that makes this team better. That's true. Okay, okay A top I'll, four uh, yeah, defenseman. Yeah, if I agree with that. If it's a one-for-one one or a package, whatever. If it is a top yeah. four defenseman or a really good third-line center, not Charlie Coyle, if it's like, <laughs> you know, a Ryan O'Reilly type of move, if that's what we're doing. I okay. hated Ryan O'Reilly. I can't believe that you guys wanted him I'm so just, bad. Why He's is you a very so good player. I wanted him. Because he didn't nice want to play hockey anymore. He didn't want to he play hockey sabers. in Buffalo. He was, the the he was the captain of the team and was just like, nah, fuck you guys. So? Like, that's the one that you want on your team? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. He wants I would, to play for a winner. Yeah, I, I would prefer not to, like, if I had to deal with that bullshit in Buffalo for five you years. Jack Eichel, you should have been able to pull your shit did you, together. Have you seen their defense? The whole rest of the team. I'm just saying. It's so I'm bad. just saying. Bottom. They should have been able to pull their shit together. Yeah, they're, they're pretty bad, though. <laughs> 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 Like, and that's the thing is Connor McDavid has been able to drag Edmonton to the playoffs. Well, not this year. Once, yeah. <laughs> once. But yeah, he's one for three. Uh, I'm just, well, he was he injured the other one. In every picture Thank you, Brandon Maddox. Yeah. He doesn't like cameras. He's being held hostage. He is also <laughs> being held hostage. If you can get a two C, just blink twice. We'll come send help. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if it's if it's a two C that we're playing at three C or something like that, yeah, sure. If it's a one for one or a package for something that makes this team better, even if it's a goalie, get like me a, a good goalie, a legit number one goalie. Okay, cool. But other than that, I just think the benefit of Wayne Simmons around the young kids and Wayne Simmons going into the playoffs is more so than the second round pick we're gonna get for him two years from now the guy, right. a guy who won't see the nhl for five years like uh, i don't I, see I, 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 I want to see this team take a stride this year yes that's and, all i want and like all right here, here's 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 a theory not even a theory here's a scenario let's say the flyers roll out this year they play pretty well they're not rather than being a bubble team we're pretty certain all year that they're making the playoffs then at the trade deadline because they decide they can't they can't get Wayne they can't get Wayne Simmons resigned they trade Wayne Simmons for a first round pick the team gets pissed they go out in the first round like was that did the was there progression like yeah I guess they played a bit better in the regular season they still lost in the first round and then we're probably screaming that well what was the point of that season they didn't get any better 
I want to give this team the best chance of progressing, and progressing really should mean winning a damn playoff round. Yeah. Be so nice. if you're going to keep Wayne Simmons, I want him to help them try to win a damn playoff round. When you have this top six and the top defensive pair that they have, you're equipped to win a playoff round. I agree with that. They, I mean, depending on who should. you play. No, they should be depending on who you play. Seriously. Okay, yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. going to end up playing one of the most recent Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and that's just, that's how it's going to go. So they need to be built good enough to beat them. And three months ago, they were, I thought, good enough to beat Washington. Yeah, they I don't think a lot they, of things would have been different. They if owned they Washington in the regular yeah. season. They killed them. You're welcome, I Washington think there was Capitals. one game where the Capitals killed us. There was one, one bad yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. That that you know made early us want to die. Season, it was right? early, and yeah. I think it was during. I think it was during the ten game losing streak. I don't remember, but I know that there was one. They were three and one, I think, against Washington think in the regular right. season. Yeah. They, yeah, they right. outscored them by a ton. Mm -hmm. And the yeah, one well, game they, they, they blew them out in the home opener. Yeah, that was they fun. blew them out in the home opener. There was one game they lost like five to one, and that was like all right. And we still outscored them by a ton. Like I think this team was good enough to compete with the team that won well, the cup, and they got better. The Flyers are now better yeah, than they were a year ago. Let's do a quick let's do a quick look around the Metro because I think that this is the first year that the Flyers have gotten better, and nobody around them has. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I agree with that. The, mm -hmm. the Penguins actively got worse. Jack Johnson. Yeah, it's With great. Jack Johnson. It's delightful. It's really fun. Um, Washington, I think Washington's probably status quo. Probably, probably around the same. Yeah. They, I mean, they mm -hmm. lost Jay Beagle, but whatever. They pretty much signed everyone else back, right? They signed Carlson, Kempany, Devontae smith Pelly. Yeah, I guess the caps are pretty much the same. Yeah. I guess they lost, they lost Grubauer, but, oh, right. but well, they have Samson all coming over anyway. from the KHL, who was like, he's like one of the few goalie prospects who might be better than Carter Hart. Yeah. That's so. The latest hockey news had a Samsonov versus Hart who's better uh, showdown. Did we win? It was uh, a little bit of an edge to Samsonov, but it was like the it was like the Heeshear versus Patrick one from the year before. It was like, ah, they're both going to be good. So yeah, Caps are probably the same. Oh, so the no, the Devils? The Devils? I hate him. The, who? This Russian goaltender. Oh yeah, no, we hate him. <laughs> Samsonite. Just I was on, way off. <laughs> on principle. Yeah, um, I didn't know that I did, but I do. No, now we hate we him. Okay. Um, yeah. The Devils got worse. Yeah, they got they worse. Um, the Islanders, I mean. Oh, they're dumb. Lou <laughs> Lamorello is being oh my, an Who did they give four years to today? Some guy. Some AHL. Some, some guy who has like, some like is 0.5 points per game in the AHL. I think it was less. He's basically an AHL. Like He's an AHL fighter. Yeah. The God Islanders. Bless. Which is my dream job, by the way. Should just fold. I mean, unless he is actually tanking for jack hughes which i i fully believe that he is I, Lose for Hughes. however he's giving four-year terms yeah. to all of these yeah. guys i actually yeah. just think he's actively terrible at his job and people are just starting to Kyle notice Dubis, and, like kept him in line yeah unless he's still getting paid by the leafs <laughs> That's yeah, it. He's like too. he's taking all these guys off. Like the Leafs needed to clear cap space, and he's like taking Matt Martin off their hands. <laughs> like Jeffler has been having a field day on Twitter. Like every move that the Islanders make, like, I oh, told you it was Dubas. I find him hilarious. All right, so he's a little extra. He I, is extra, but I enjoy. Him. I like it. I like him a lot. Um, so then you got the Rangers who. They already traded away all their guys at the yeah. end of last yeah. so year. Like, so. And Lundqvist is They're just still bad cool. Yeah. I, I don't want Lundquist. him. I don't want a guy like Lundqvist. Like, oh, I wouldn't want You him. have a problem with Ryan O'Reilly. I have a problem with Lundqvist. I would have taken Lundqvist. Actively not you know, wanting to win. Six years oh ago, God. but not now. 
Lundquist actively not caring about winning, I have a much bigger problem He with. likes the city of New York. Oh, cool. You play in a train station. That must be so much fun. <laughs> He's pretty and rich, and he lives in a fun city in which to be pretty and rich. Let him live. Oh, I love yeah, paying true. triple for my one-room apartment. He's making millions of dollars. Yeah, he Who makes one, like, fuck how much ten right? mil. My like city is so much fun. It's $40 sidewalks. for a martini. Oh, my God. So then what? What do you have right. left? Columbus. Oh, God. I even forget. <laughs> Columbus, Columbus got a little. I mean, Riley Columbus, Nash is a good 3C. They so, got so they got a little bit better, I think. I forget about Columbus all the time. Me, too. I forget they're in our division. I... I try is, is Panarin leaving? I yes. can't imagine they're going to trade him. Not yeah. this season. But well, they might lose him. I right. was going to say he really doesn't want to be there. Shouldn't they? Shouldn't they have a little bit of heart and be like, "Hey, you gave us Bob. Here's Panarin. Here's, <laughs> here's the bread man. Here you go. Shouldn't they have a little? Oh, it's ten thirty-three. We need to wrap. We up. started late. It's okay. fine. So I think is that it? That's uh, it in the Metro. Carolina. Oh right, Carolina. The team, they the, got the, the team that could always break out but never does. Are they? See, what I think is, they did they get a little did bit get better. They got, better. they got a little better. They got yeah. Dougie and they got to oh, oh right, but they're they got, got taught first, how to Dougie. They've got a first year coach in Brindamore. Yes. So who and the fuck knows? who knows about their goaltending? Like if also Scott, question if, mark. Excellent front office. If Scott, if Scott Darling bounces back, they could be really good. If he doesn't, then they have Peter Morozik, so they're bad. Oh, who got oh, Duclair? Oh, that's right. What? Who got Duclair? Uh, Columbus. Columbus. Was that Columbus as I well? Think? Like hey, 800,000 800, or yeah, something? Yeah, they took a, I just they took don't, a shot I don't like Anthony Duclair but I mean, he's as, not, a, like, as a player. Like, I just don't no, think No, he's had good. so many chances they took a, to They took a flyer good. on him. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah he's, no, that's, he's, he's not going to be anything. Give, he's a guy you give a chance to, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you lost nothing. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not penciling him into their lineup. So all of these teams, some have actively gotten worse. Some are about the same. The Flyers have very much gotten better. For sure. With just with the addition of JVR, not even talking about the dudes that they left behind that they lost. They had quite a bit of addition. Islanders. Quite a bit of addition by subtraction. Yes. yes. You bring in JVR and your team, your thinking progresses just because of the number of young players yeah. who should be better. Like we've we've talked about it for a couple of weeks now. Nolan Patrick should be better. Travis Konechny should we should get a full season of top line production out of him, yeah. we're thinking. Like Travis Sanheim, pencil him into the lineup for 70 games and boom, look at that. We have a top we have three top four defensemen all of a sudden after having two. That's good. It is like, good. <laughs> all seems these, good. And, yeah. and even even if you assume that Giroux probably isn't going to score 102 points, I think you probably get a bigger boost from the young kids yeah. getting better than some of the older guys regressing a bit. Secondary Oster. scoring. Hey, uh, secondary scoring. Oh, oh, and Wayne Simmons hopefully won't be playing uh, with six injuries. Yeah, yeah but he's going to be recovering from that surgery, which takes a lot out of them. True, but could it really be worse than the Wayne Simmons we got Can't this year? Be. I don't That's, think so. <laughs> apparently this surgery wasn't as severe as the ghost in Jerusalem. Yeah, well, it, did, it, it didn't have the hip part, yeah. which Wayne's, helped. Wayne Simmons also got married, but it was last weekend. Just f so every Everybody is up to date with who on the Flyers has gotten married this offseason. <laughs> Mazel. Oh, getting married. It's always the downfall don't. of players. Oh, God. What are you, Mickey now from Rocky? <laughs> 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 no, I think the opposite. I think when you're out there hunting... You play oh your best God. hockey. Uh, Stop it. Because oh God, don't say that again. <laughs> that's that's vile. the creepiest thing you've ever I said. Think, <laughs> I think that's when you play your best hockey. Oh, Bill. It's true. Stop it. <laughs> hey, man. Look at these guys once they settle down. Oh, Not no. nearly as good. It's because they got older. Look at Claude Drew. <laughs> Engaged.
Cage in his 100-point season. Oh, my God. Get and, the fuck out of here. We're Get the fuck out of here. We're expecting a big drop-off this year. No, we're not. I'm expecting a drop-off. A, yeah, a, a drop-off from a career year exactly. at 30 years old. Get the we'll fuck out of here. We'll probably only have 95 points this season. <laughs> that would be crushing. Terrible. It would be crushing. That! Is all the time we have for Street Hockey Radio this week. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for joining us live on Facebook. Do you find people? Thumbs up to you guys. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same station. So uh, have a great week, everybody. Are you ready to talk about sports? Yeah. Who's gonna score hockey goals? Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs>